Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to The Hidden Day. We have another special report for you today as things get stranger and stranger in our world and Jesus gets closer and closer. We are going to be delving into a deep inside look into the entertainment industry and their ancient connections to pagan religions. Uh, and of course, we have our special guest with us today, Chris Taylor from DontLetThemBurn.com. Chris, welcome to the show. Uh, nice to be here. Thanks for having me, as always. So uh, apparently you've been doing a lot of study into this world of the entertainment uh, world. <laughs> yeah. And um, you're just finding all these these crazy connections in the world of uh, these characters that are coming out, like Marvel and the, the different Disney characters, et cetera, et cetera. But you get into that. Well, yeah. Um, well, for, well, first, for those that don't know me, my name is Chris Taylor. And like he said, it's DontLetThemBurn.com. We also have a YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel, um, we've been doing this broadcast. First, it was Blog Talk Radio. Then we transferred everything to YouTube. And we're on other platforms, too, like DTube and whatever. But the point is, six years in November will make seven years we've been doing this, and it's not just research on these weird things in our entertainment. I grew up watching, listening, reading a lot of things, comic books, you know, a um, uh, couple of novels. I didn't read that many novels, but I read a couple. Um, a lot of sci-fi, Star Trek. Um, you know, Babylon 5, Buck Rogers for you old heads, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, remember that show that was, uh, what's it called? You got Twilight Zone, you have Outer Limits, all these shows we could, we, once, once I recall them, you can remember Starman, um, that's a movie, um, Auto Man. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear you. So Star Trek was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And so growing up watching all of these and then, you know, my mom wasn't home all the time because she was out working, you know, and I would come home, you know, in the morning I'm watching Transor Z, you know, um, what's the other one with the two with the five lions? Oh, I can't remember the, the five lions that come come together. Ah, it's so easy too. Voltron. <laughs> yeah. Voltron. Yeah, Voltron. Don't Tron. forget Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> well, I, yeah, there was a little short stand of, of Aquaman there. I, I don't think they called him Aquaman. It was some, another name. So anyway, um, Transformers, G.I. Joe, all these things, you know, that whoever is home at the time that were into this stuff, you know what I'm talking about. And But on cable TV, I would see um, Excalibur. I mean, Excalibur was R-rated. You know, you saw a lot of things in Excalibur. But a lot of witchcraft. But at that time, I knew witchcraft was bad, but I didn't really understand the whole, you know, thing about it. Um, Witchboard, one, two, three, all these things, all these little things that were introduced to me, um, whether I was sitting with my mom watching TV. I, I remember I'd watch The Thing. Um, um, yeah, The Thing. Yeah. And then DC put out um, Man Thing. It was called, I think it was called something else in the movie, though. I can't remember right now. 
and Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, my favorite sci-fi movie of all times because that's what I grew up with. Khan! You know, all these little things, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you had the thing, you had Space Bandits, no, Time Bandits, then you had Star Wars, all these shows I'm familiar with, and my most of my world was inside of this... Um, um, we call it imagination spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would sit home after school, you know, watch Lauren, the, the Wild Kingdom. Then I watch um, uh, the, the two uh, commentators on movies. What was their name? Not Roper, but Siskel, Siskel and Eagle. Uh, yeah. I wasn't Mr. Theater 3000. I yeah, <laughs> the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, that, there you go. That too. So <laughs> I came up in a time when the the generation was overlapping. The the Leave It to Beaver generation was overlapping with mine. So I saw all of that plus the new stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, people are gonna wonder: Did I grow up in a Christian household? Well, uh, semi Christian. Put it that mm-hmm. way. Semi Christian. Christian esque. Uh, yeah, Christian esque. So they didn't have a big emphasis on don't watch this, don't watch that. Um, I wasn't, the, the, the sheltering that I got wasn't a Christian type of sheltering. Mm. It was just, I didn't get to go out much <laughs> for whatever reason. I did go out, but not, not like the normal kid would, you know? But mm-hmm. I also had a freedom to go places as well, but it was in a little box. Like, I, I know not to go down too far the street. If you do, you get a whooping, you know? Mm-hmm. So growing up, um, after coming to Christ, came to Christ around 1988, and my brothers came up from Jamaica, and we were talking about Nostradamus and Revelation, and how they they they, they might correlate, you know. But then my mm-hmm. brothers, no, 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 you know, and they start telling me about Jesus. I already had a a, a church background in it, in a sense, you know. I, I was going; they would send me to church. Mm-hmm. And I would hear some strange things, you know. Uh, oh, when you're in hell, people are going to be laughing at you. You know, strange stuff, right? <laughs> and um, so anyway, I wasn't saved. I was just, I just knew about God. That's it. And my brothers were like, you know, Jesus, he died for your sins. You know, the gospel. And they were telling me some stuff about revelation, things that are going And I'm getting excited about the things to come. That is where God is planting a seed for where we are now. Right? Okay. And... I accepted Christ. It was nothing to me. It wasn't like this big fight in my spirit. And so. Okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let me do that. Like, is, is that easy to accept Christ? That's what I think nowadays. People, it's really easy to accept Christ. Of course, it's a heart change and he has to move on your heart, not, you know, belittling that aspect of it. But it's the easiest thing to do. It's just, wow, you know? But anyway, got baptized a couple of days later. And um, um, started going to a Baptist church or whatever. And so the culture at the time still took over because there was no real... I didn't have a father in the house. Mother was always gone. So we kind of had free reign to do what we want. But we didn't get into a whole bunch of evil activity as far as like going out trying to be thugs and drug dealers and all this stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. And plus my brothers were there to kind of taper some of the stuff that I I wanted to get into. You know? Um, I would play like two life crew in the house and they're what are you doing you know that doesn't honor god and <laughs> you know like 
you know? And that's how that's how Christians You know, some baby Christians anyway. We we have one foot in the world and one out of the church, yeah? Or one in the church, one in the world. That's what I meant. So anyway, um going through life, I'm still a movie buff, comic book buff, um, rapper, all sorts of stuff dealing with entertainment. And I'm not going to tell my whole testimony, but I'm going to go to where what triggered a response about entertainment, right? Because a lot of things you hear and see, you know, when I was pumping this rap music in my head, I knew it was, there was stuff that I was like, oh my goodness, what am I listening to, you know? You know, but you but you're not into you're not into your Bible. There's no one really around you to explain some things, so you're kind of just going with the flow. And um, so anyway, 1994 comes. There's a, a, a album comes out by a dude named Jizza, who is the person that did uh, the album Liquid Swords, and he's from the Wu Tang Clan. And now I now I realize that all the Wu Tang stuff they were into is all witchcraft from the East. I didn't know that at the time. I knew that martial arts. I knew about all that stuff. You know, Kung Fu Saturdays or whatever they used to call it back in the day. You know, we, we used to watch all those things. So anyway, they were heavy into these films, and they were also five percenters, and that's another rabbit trail. I used to play the his tape. For those that of you not old enough, we used to have tapes. <laughs> and I put in the tape deck in my car and in, at my house on the radio and play this thing consistently all the time, even when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Right? But at this time in my life, after straying a bit, I was going back to church and just contemplating God, you know? And all of a sudden, I started getting held on at night. It wasn't the first time it happened to me, but it never, it was never consistent. It started to get consistent. And first it started to happen, like, say, let's say every week, right? And I got a really bad flu. And then the time I'm having this flu, I'm asking people at church, I'm telling them what's happening to me. And the only thing they could say to me is, you're giving the devil too much attention. Mm. That's the answer? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> and so the only person I can go to is God. If you know about King Asa in the Bible, he had a foot um, disease. And mm-hmm. God said he went to men first instead of him. And King Asa died of that foot disease. Right? And not, it's not that King Asa was a righteous king, by the way. But God mm-hmm. was still over. His sovereignty was there and Asa knew that he was under God's domain. But anyway, so I went to God. I just All I did was do a simple prayer. God, why does this happen to me? I don't understand. I didn't expect to answer, you know? And here it comes. Three days later, the song from Gravediggers, um, part of the Wu-Tang, started, it was called Diary of a Mad Black Man or something like that, and started playing then it started skipping. And then a voice said, it's the music that you're listening to while these things are happening. That's verbatim. Okay? I'll never, well. forget. I'll never forget it. And the, I woke up, and I was like, wow, because here's the thing. 
it went from every, like, say, every other week to every other three days to every day, almost every day, every other day. And at this time, um, I didn't necessarily, because it was a happen, I didn't throw away the music yet. I didn't, I didn't get the connection. And so when the, the, the answer came, I put the music away, the rap music. I, there was other music around, too. And some R&B I put away, too. And then I started listening to more film music, you know, orchestrated music. But the last time the, the holding down happened, it was at least four of these apparitions. And one manifested behind one the, the my room door. And all I could do was call out the name of Jesus. And that's when they went poof, gone totally gone and so that's part of my experience with entertainment i say that to encourage people that there is an answer i know a lot of you are going through this but you're not talking about it no one's giving mm -hmm. you answers and i remember there was a there's a big name ministry i'm not going to call the ministry i don't need to okay I'm not going to call them out but they're really big and we remember when Katy Perry was out and she had all this demonic imagery and stuff. Yep. They, people were right in this ministry and they were doing live broadcasts and they were asking about, you know, the Grammys and what about Katy Perry and all this stuff. And they were like, we don't have to worry about that. In fact, we don't even care. I'm like, wow, people are asking you questions. And you, you it's one thing to say, you don't have the answer. I'll, I'll check it out. Mm. Just, you don't care. That's like a slap in the face. Yeah. Because some people are just, look, our number one commission, yes, is the gospel. But people that are not inside of your circle that haven't heard the gospel mm -hmm. have questions. And, and, and that means they, they're actually seeking God through a, a, a forum that's actually trusted, the evangelical church. And then you have those that are in Christianity that still can't get answers, even though most of the answers are in this book. Mm -hmm. it, 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 they, they, it seems like it doesn't have an answer towards rap music or comic books or whatever. The answers are there. They're just not in your vernacular. So anyway, that's why we exist to spread the gospel, expose the works in darkness and um, entertainment and the things that come under that like Bible prophecy technology and all these other nuances we could talk about so tonight we're gonna talk about the things going on in entertainment the things that you think you know the things you thought you knew and mm -hmm. some you probably don't know right there's a phrase I made up about a month or two ago is this everybody walks with their hand in front of their face the hand represents their knowledge this is what i know this is what i think i know and when you're driving in traffic right and say there's a big truck or a van or whatever that's obstructing your justice that's all you know and you're getting irritated because they're not going fast enough lo and behold there's another car in front of them or two or three mm -hmm. and if you go around them, you don't even see the blind side coming towards you, you know, because you think you know. And so 
Stop walking with your hand in front of your face. Bring it down. Study the Bible. Get some education on on um, some of the peripheral stuff. Like I had to study certain things about ancient uh, gods. I'm still studying, even for my documentary. Um, I had to know about the 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 little gods in the Bible, the Queen of Heaven, Baal. Um, what's the other one? <laughs> what is it? Star of David is not the Star of David. It's the Star of Remphan, right? Mm-hmm. These little things you learn over time. And once you start understanding the background and the correlations, you will start to see some other correlations between your entertainment. And we're going to start exposing some of this stuff. So, um, yeah, let's. We could talk about music, we could talk about comic books, mm-hmm. films, whatever. But we're going to. Today's society, the big stuff is all the, uh, the superheroes that are coming out. You know, and not only uh, are we seeing a bunch of superheroes, but all of a sudden they're changing a lot of them to women as well. Right. And and some of the ancient gods like, um, you know, um, Isis or Inanna, they would change sexes depending on the culture. Mm-hmm. The results of the culture or the culture appropriated their sex to whatever. And um, some some culture were more into women, you know, goddesses. And others were into male, you know, deities or whatever. So it's sort of like, uh, say, Islam, it goes back to the hunter moon goddess, but they look at him as or her as a male deity called Allah, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, once you get those facts straight, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. When you go to the Kaaba, the big black box over there, Mecca, there is a, <laughs> hey, there's a stone. Box for a while. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a stone that they go inside and rub. And it's in the shape of a JJ of a jet of a vagina, right? And so, okay, so Allah is a male, but they're going in there and rubbing a vagina. Ooh, why? And what about the virus? They're all touching it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too, right? Um, they're not with the corona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it takes a lot of research. Um, I've been looking at this stuff for more than twenty years in different aspects from different teachers and my own research. But mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is, is personal. It's, it's very personal because I've, I've looked at enough stuff. Okay, so okay. let's get into some of the explanations. So as I'm sharing my screen here, we're going to start off talking about the rainbow. Let me know if you can see my screen. Oh, people. Oh, look <laughs> at the hidden dangers of the rainbow. That's right. Not God's rainbow, obviously, but the hijacked rainbow. Right. And yeah. so we'll start off here. To, uh, the, the guy and the horse holding the bow. You know, most people think that's a bow, uh, but if you notice, he doesn't have any arrows. So I think right. he hijacked the rainbow. And is this where this is going? Sort of. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so I got to suppose, right? Yeah. This 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 um book came out in the 1980s. I think in 84, but don't quote me. It could be 81. I can't remember. And as you see, it's called "The Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow: The New Age Movement and Our Coming Age of Barbarism" uh, by Candace Cumby. I recommend anyone out there go and read this book. 
Um, and it's not, it doesn't just stop at the rainbow, trust me. So here we have in the first couple pages um, a definition of the rainbow, and it says, although the rainbow seems to be only a colored arc of light refracted through raindrops to both Christians and New Agers, it has a deep meaning. According to the Bible, the rainbow is symbolic of God's everlasting covenant that he would never again destroy the earth by a flood. However, the New Age movement uses rainbows to signify their building of the rainbow bridge called the Antakarana. Mm-hmm. Between man and Lucifer, they say, is the oversoul. So it goes on, it says, New Agers place small rainbow decals on their automobiles and bookstores as a special, uh, sorry, as a signal to others in the movement. Some people, of course, use the rainbow as a decoration, unaware of the growing popular acceptance of its occult meaning and hidden dangers. So there you have the bridges called the Antikorana and St. Lucifer is also known as the Oversoul. They have a video game coming out, or it's already out, um, and they want you to raise the Oversoul in the video. At the time when I saw, I mean, in the video game, and at the time when I saw the, the commercial of the video game, this was kind of like not fresh in my mind um, anymore, The the what I just read to you. Mm-hmm. And so said something about raising the oversoul. I said, where have I heard that before? It sounds so familiar. Where, where, Lord, where? And then I, I took up the book and I looked and I said, like, oh my goodness. Are you serious? Are you serious? They want you to raise Lucifer in this game. And so this video game, it, even though it's not popular, it didn't hardly go anywhere. Um, kids would buy this game Parents would buy this game for their kids, not knowing that they're practicing practicing witchcraft, because mm. it's it's set in sort of a medieval in, environment. Or most of that, you know, has witchcraft in it anyway. But you know, yep. raising the oversoul, I'm like, wow. So, just a little taste right there. Let me go back to sharing, and so here we have. Thor. And what do we have? A rainbow bridge. Thor is Baal. Mm-hmm. Baal is Lucifer. Baal is Satan. Baal is the prince, the power of the air. He's the lord of the flies. And on. He's the storm god. And on and on and on. That's why he wields, you know, lightning and all this other stuff. And so. It's all it's Thor's day from. Thor's day, yes. And so, what does the, what does the, what does the book of Revelation say about rainbow? It says, At once I was in the spirit, and I saw a throne standing in heaven with someone seated on it. The one seated there looked like jasper and ruby, and a rainbow that gleamed like an emerald encircled the throne. Mm-hmm. Revelation 4 Verse 2, 3, and this is John talking, of course, John the Revelator. And so in, Z- in Ezekiel now, we see Ezekiel 1, 28, we see like the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud 
on the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness all around, such was the appearance of the lightness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard the voice of one speaking. Right? So we see that God's throne has a rainbow. And uh, in both in both verses, like it's like an emerald, right? And what does Satan do? He's a, he's the biggest counterfeiter. Yep. Right? He's a copycat. Yeah. And he's on our... recognize it, it. Satan has zero creative abilities. He's not even like a human where he has that, which is why he hates mankind, because we have somewhat of a creative ability where we're made in his image. But Satan right. does not have one. And the only thing he can do is take whatever is there and twist it. That's what wicked means to twist and to and twist it up in knots and stuff. So like a wicker basket. That's the only thing he can do. So he has to lie, number one, because he's against God. And he's got it. But he can the only thing he could do is lie about the truth. So everything he says is actually a twisting of the truth. So somehow you can untwist it. Uh, you can find a truth behind it. Right. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. And, and if, if uh, you, you go to Isaiah and you start breaking down the five I wills of, of Satan or Lucifer, you will find that everything he's doing is to usurp God's authority, who he reigns over, the place mm -hmm. where he sits and all of these things. And all he wants to do from the beginning was be like God. So he's, he can only counterfeit. You know, there's a saying out there. Um, what does it say? Uh, always imitated, but never, never duplicated. Yeah. Right? And that's what Satan's trying. He's trying to duplicate. And he, with all this tech going on and everything you see evil that seems like it's, uh, uh, you know, from God, it's not. And it's just Lucifer trying to imitate. That's why we have something like the Catholic Church and Jehovah Witness and uh, Seventh Day Adventists and all these Mormons and Lucifer is like, oh, this could be like that. Let's me put it over here too, deceive them, and one day they'll all end up worshiping me because I'll be indwelling the Antichrist and they're going to worship me as God. Ooh, I can't wait. That's Satan, right? Mm -hmm. So, so moving forward, right? We have. This is a letter from a uh, ex-witch, and I, for one, cannot say uh, the person's name because I don't know it. So you take this with a grain of salt if you, if you want to, but I can tell you what's in here is real. Okay? It says, um, a former witch, I can speak with authority when I say that I have examined the works of Rowling and that the Harry Potter books are training is a training manual for the occult. Untold millions of young people are being taught to think, speak, dress, and act like witches by filling their heads with the contents of these books. Children are obsessed with the Harry Potter books that they have left television and video games to read these witchcraft manuals. The first book of the series, entitled Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, finds the orphan Harry Potter embarking into a new realm when he is taken to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. At this occult school, Harry Potter le learns how to obtain and use witchcraft equipment. Harry also learns a new vocabulary, including words such as Azkaban, Cirque, Draco, Erise, I think, um, Hermes, and Slytherin, all of which are names of real devils or demons. 
These are not characters in fiction. How serious is this? By recording, uh, sorry, by reading these materials, many millions of young people are learning how to work with demon spirits. They are getting to know them by name. Vast numbers of children professing to be Christians are also filling their hearts and minds while willingly ignorant parents look the other way. Um, one moment, please. This is the oldest con ever hatched out of hell. As a real witch, I learned about the two sides of the force. When real witches have some sabbats and esbets and meet as a coven, they greet each other by saying, blessed be, and when they part, they say, the force be with you. Hmm. Both sides of the force are Satan. It is not a good side of the force that overcomes the bad side of the force, but rather it's the blood of Jesus Christ that destroys both supposed side of satanic force. Interesting. When the when sorry oh this is another person this is man this is from Manly P, P Hall the Lost Keys of Freemasonry. You know what? Let me pause and we let's let's talk about what we just read first. Okay, so let me. Yeah, oh, Star this. Wars fans, pay pay attention. So there are many names for the Force. Okay, and as the person just described, I could tell you that's real. I'm not going to show you or tell you what books, books to go look into because it's dangerous territory, okay? But what I will tell you is you have the yin and the yang. You have the light side and the dark side. You have the left-hand path and the right-hand path. You have um, sigil magic. You have chaos magic. You have... Um, Animal magnetism and reverse animal magnetism. You have the Tao, which is in martial arts. You have the Chi, which is in martial arts. You have the Prana, which is in Hinduism. You have the Brahman, which is in Buddhism, which also broke off from Hinduism. All of them mean the same thing. And there's more. There's a lot more. And the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but in, 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 the, context of, in the context of white magic, black magic, they're all the same but what they try to teach you is if you use white magic, it, you're not harming people. You're just bringing luck to yourself and all these other stuff and blah, blah, blah. But if you use dark magic, that's when you get into the more evil stuff and the bloodletting and all. No. It's a deception. And the Bible uh -huh. complicitly warns about deception. When the disciples asked Jesus when he was going to come back, he, the first thing he said is that let no one deceive you. In and First and Second Thessalonians, it, it talks about deception. Stop being deceived. Um, a lot of the stuff that we're watching and being entertained by, entertained by, are not from God. But here's a, here's the caveat: we live in a pagan world, and we're surrounded by pagan things. So here, I'm not here to boycott or tell you what to watch, when to watch it, how to watch it, when to listen, mm -hmm. when to read, all that. That's between you and God. But once you have information, the information is a, a weapon of sorts. It yep. wakes you up. And so now you, you, what are you, what are you doing with your time? Are you going to read Harry Potter books that talk about real witchcraft and all this stuff? Or are you spending your time in this, in God's word? Which exactly. is the main thing. Really 
uh, Chris, is uh, all too often we get into a judgmental mode. And, you know, it, if we look deep enough and hard enough, every last one of us, you know, could find something wrong with what they're right. doing. I'm like, I'm drinking a seltzer water here. And I'm like, well, <laughs> who the seltzer? And which company put the carbon in it? And are, are they supporting Satanism? I mean, you can get really ridiculous with some of this oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're we're just called to do our best and to shine the light on it. And if we can shine the light on these things, I mean, these things are blatantly obvious. So we're not here to judge anyone and say, hey, you know, if you go to the movies, you, you know, you're going to hell. Or if you dance like right, right. yeah, we would encourage you not to watch those things. But obviously, you're not going to be unsaved if you do. Right. But if you willingly do it after you find out what it's about, maybe you should check your heart. But that's, again, like you said, between you and God. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the, the, the pra- here's the practical part. In order for me to report on some of this stuff, I got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about a movie I watched today in a second. Um, so in order to report on the, the video game Halo, I had an experience playing the game. So I could tell you that a character in the game is supposed to be a Christ-like figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, is playing Halo today something, some huge sin that's gonna, you know, have God angry at you and beating you over the head with a baton? No. Uh, we it, it, to understand God's grace in our in the world that we live in, and this is where the lose your salvation thing just loses me. Um, we are ignorant of so many things, and we do so many things that God is 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 should be angry at. He is zero tolerance for sin, zero. So this is all about equipping yourself, getting yourself more and more out of the world system, not talking about running to the hills and being afraid or, um, you know, stopping your kid from watching everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. about how do you how do you teeter on this thing? How do you how do you manage this economy so that we can have more holiness in our homes because it started at homes? And how much of this is so blatant that you cannot ignore it, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of it's blatant, especially nowadays. I mean, 20 years ago, it was bad, but man, has it gotten <laughs> way worse. Um, at, at least you had Doma back then. Hmm. Want to say again? At least you had Doma back then. Yeah. Now it's yeah. kind of, it's head. Yeah. I mean, from the vampires to the zombies, we could break it down 80 different ways, but let's keep going. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, so start. Okay, so here's uh, Manly P. Hall, a famous Freemason, uh, 33rd degree and probably higher than that. But he says, what the Mason learns, uh, sorry, when the Mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is the proper application of the dynamo or living power, he has learned the mystery of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands, and before he may step onward and upward, he must prove his ability to properly apply energy. He must follow in the footstep of his forefather, Tubal Cain, who with the mighty strength of the war god hammered his sword into a plowshare. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Uh, so when you see these superheroes, now, okay, let me back up because this is very delicate. Okay. 
not everybody that's making a superhero that is copying somebody else's invention is into all these dark stuff. Okay. Mm. I I actually have superheroes that I made on my own that the public haven't seen that have some of these hand powers. Okay. I had no clue <laughs> about this Masonic stuff and whatever. I'm copying something I saw in a comic book. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, that's one side. There's another side of comic book writers that are in contact with spirits, and I could prove it, but I don't think this is a talk for that. But they are in contact with spirits, and the spirits are giving them information to write and put in your comic books. Okay? So now, what Manly P. Hall said is what you're seeing in the comic books because the original creators of some of these comic books were into the Kabbalah, into masonry, into the old gods and seething powers of, en- of energy, the force, the chi, the Tao. All of this stuff is, is what they're really showing you. Satanic power. All of the, not all, most, a high percentage of, of the superheroes are in, endowed with satanic abilities, whether it's some psychic power, some psychic sword, some it's all demonic energy. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And if you disagree with me on that, the audience, whoever's watching that disagrees, challenge the truth. Am mm-hmm. I right? Is it true? Dig, go seek it out. Cause that's what I did because I used to be into every X-Men and DC and Superman and whatever. And he, if they bought out uh, Jack Zack Snyder's bringing out the extended version or his cut of the Justice League. And mm-hmm. even the term Justice League goes back into the occult. But my mm-hmm. point is this. When he brings it out, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to yep. see what's in it. And I'll report on it. Did I just anger God? No. God knows exactly what my heart is trying to do. I'm not trying to be obsessive about these things because that's when you get into idolatry. And so you're not in your path, you're not going down that road to worship these things. You have a, right. a purpose to expose them. You know, I myself have a superpower, and that is to find the best cheeseburger in town. <laughs> hey. so if you ever need a cheeseburger, you let me know. We'll go find it. <laughs> There's a, a Netflix film that just came out where you get a superpower for five minutes, but you know that's another story. <laughs> so, um, okay, so let's move on here. Where where was I? I was down here. All right. So this is uh, uh from an ex devil worshiper or far from. Okay, let me see. Let me just put it on the screen. All right. Can you see that? I can. All right. Far from devil worship and Harry Potter, young witches explain who they're really uh, about. What? What they're really about. um, MTV. Something like that. Right. (laughs) Okay. Even Uh if it's nothing like the dark blood fest that movies would have us believe, this most prevalent form of the craft is still far from the mainstream. <clears throat> Sorry. So how does someone become a witch? For Raven, growing up in one of the only liberal enclaves in, uh, what's that, Montana, meant he had the opportunity to explore reading up on alternative, alternative religions until he found a spiritual path that seemed to fit. A surprising number of young witches MTV News spoke with also said 
that uh, they became curious about their faith through misguiding pop culture uh, fair like the comp, uh, sorry, like the Camp Nev Campbell vehicle, the craft, and Harry Potter series. So there we have somebody professing what we just read, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, guess a few conservative Christian groups were right about this, that one, right? And then it goes on. Mm-hmm. Many young people enter the craft in reaction to a very conservative religious upbringing, Southern Baptist, perhaps, or Catholic. Some people don't feel God in the church, so they seek out different expressions of God that are, are more personal or mystic, said Raven, who has mo- uh, mentored younger pagans and is active in the online community. Uh, witchcraft is revolting against common views of God. That's a huge part of the appeal, especially for young people that you don't have to follow the herd. Mm. All right. And so we can talk on that for a second before we get to the next thing. P- young people, you see, they said something very important in there. Some people don't feel God in church. It's not about feelings. You know, no. they're, 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 they're thinking of, they want to feel this energy. They want to feel, you know, the goosebumps and all. And you find that a lot in a lot of charismatic circles. Right. They're having their ears tickled. Right. And so since they didn't feel God, they go to these pagan things and then they really feel something, don't they? They feel demonic presences. They feel people, uh, spirits coming inside them. They get to wield yeah. the holly tree. Like and other people feeling them. <laughs> right? And so it's sad because what they're really searching for book is mm-hmm. right here. The source has been around. Romans 1 tells you why they worship animals, why they go to these strange things because they don't want to acknowledge the creator. Romans 1, for everybody listening, go read Romans yep. 1. Read it. It says you're willing to be ignorant. You, you, yeah. you chose not to believe God. And that's why you yeah. can't see the truth. You know, just so, so take that step. I would encourage everybody right now, just, you know, open your heart and just say, you know what? If you're there, God, show me. Challenge him. Say, if you're really real and you really love me, show me because I want to know. Absolutely. And so, and God will show. He will. You, a sincere heart will get a reaction. Trust me. Um, and so they're, the, the young people are looking for power. And they get it in these circles. It doesn't have to be Wicca. Listen, there's only two, two, flow, two streams. Bible Christianity, witchcraft. And people are going to say, but Chris, there's so many religions out there. Trust me, it's all repackaged. All repackaged. You're going to outweigh yep. the good with the bad in, in a lot of these cases, like Catholicism and some other ones. You outweigh the good with the bad, or you 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 think that um, we're seated here by aliens and you end up going, getting into some, you know, humming on the, with the crystals and all this stuff. It's still witchcraft. It's called a craft for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um and the more and more you study religions, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, whatever isms and schisms, they all say the same thing. It's just in a different vernacular. That's it. Yep. They uh, all say the same thing. Even rebellion is witchcraft. Right. Exactly. And the Bible has been proven 
over and over and over to be solid and true and and um, without flaw, without flaw, especially on Bible prophecy. If you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. it's the Bible prophecy. I guarantee you're going to come out a Christian. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, so, okay, so that's that. So the young people are getting inundated with this stuff and they've been inundated with it for decades, right? And now they're adults in some people in the military. I don't have the, the proof right here. I don't have the article, but some of them in the military that have witch covens on base. That should shock you. But Obama, mm-hmm. let a lot of that stuff happen. Let it grow anyway and thrive. So they're saying that they got into witchcraft because of Harry Potter. The people don't understand the scope of Harry Potter and how huge it is. Massive, right? So take that in mind and let's get to the next thing. Okay. Use up all our time just blabbing, right? (laughs) All right. So. This this is I'm going to show you a slew of articles and then we're going to get we're going to get to some juice in a minute. Okay, so here it is. The U.S. government um, just officially recognized the satanic temple as a religion. Right. This is 2019. Right. So what this tells you is because of inclusivity, because of diversity coming from the United Nations, we accept everything now, including the satanic temple right so when you hear obama saying this is no longer a christian nation at least Uh not just they're also a hindu nation and this nation and that this that's universalism Uh and he and he made sure he 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 bastardized christianity first so he can bring everything else in his speech right and if you don't believe me, if you're watching, because I don't know, not a lot of people haven't seen this stuff, go look up Obama's speech about Christian nation. Okay, it was in his his inauguration, so there. <laughs> um, and so next we have this is uh, this is publicized by CNN of all people. Intimate photos of modern day witches across America. Intimate photos. Oh, it's so wow! Look at the way look at feathers in her hair. This is so gorgeous, <laughs> you know. And here's another way. I want to see the demons in her eyes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and these people are proud. Who was the first proud entity in the universe? Lucifer. His pride was his fall, among other things. Right? He is an insane character. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is sir. the word insane because he is. Think about it. He was in front of God. He resonated the glory of God through his body. He had pipes and stuff coming out. He was he was so beautiful. And don't think of don't think of him as a humanoid per se, like one of us. He was serpentine like. Okay. He's called a Nakash in the Old Testament, and that goes to serpentine. So if you're wondering why I'm saying that. And so he was so beautiful and he basically got, you know, proud of himself and all this stuff. And I, I, but I want to be like God. But anyway, we stated that earlier. So they're all proud of being witches and the, the mainstream media is promoting this. They're promoting the witches praying against Trump. 
they're promoting all sorts of witchcraft and most people are not paying attention mm -hmm. so anyway i don't want to go into political realm right now let's try to keep it to entertainment right so what do we have here this is on a website called quartzy and it says to the u.s witch population has seen an astronomical rise this is october 4th 2018. right then this is a uh, premierchristianity.com and it says there's been an explosion of interest in witchcraft but the, uh here's what the media aren't telling you so if you want to go look that article article up you can go read that for the sake of time we're going to skip it and next we have here it is number of riches rises dramatically across us and millennial reject as millennials reject christianity right and let me let me tell you guys something too there are a lot of people on youtube that are proud of being witches or, or whatever some other religion maybe buddhism or whatever and what they'll say out of their mouth is you know i tried church i was in church i yeah. was in church and all this stuff and then, then they'll go forward and say i used to be a christian According to First John, there's no use to being a Christian. Once you're a Christian, you're done. You're it. That's it. You belong to God. There's no I used to be a Christian. Yeah, um, you never. Yeah, it says, what does it say? That they came out from us because it was made manifest that they were not of us. But if they mm -hmm. would have stayed with us, you know, they, they would have been the same as they were when they confessed Christ. Mm-hmm. But they, it was made manifest that they're not because they left. And even when Jesus was preaching, he was literally here on earth. There were disciples that when he said something they did not believe, they couldn't handle it, they left. Yep. There was right? a lot of them. That yeah. And many. It says many of them left. Okay. So. Um, and he what? offered the uh, disciples. He says, you want to go too? <laughs> you know. Uh, so there's no I used to be a Christian. Don't believe that stuff. They were pe they were pretenders. They were false converts. They were tares. They were the people that you sit next to every church every every Sunday that you believe are Christians that are not. Okay, so um, you know when the rapture happens, there's gonna be a lot of people in church like, what happened? Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but you must be born again. You must be born again that is so important to understand you must be born again just because you believe that jesus christ died on the cross doesn't mean you're born again because some of you guys what you do is yeah he was he died on the cross he resurrected but i don't believe the whole bible is true or mm -hmm. i don't believe the trinity is or all sorts of stuff that you you no. and you don't have a heart of, of uh towards god you don't you reject truth constantly if 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 i show you um um evidence that black lives matter are lesbian witches marxists you'll be like oh well that's from infowars or that's from this source or no, i don't want to believe it oh really but it's true it's from their mouths it's from their mouths but anyway as we move along here is a confession can you see that mm. from a from a couple of witches that are online. And we're, we're getting to the meat of entertainment in a second. Trust me, let's go. There's not a moment when I'm not being a witch. 
When you think of witches, you probably imagine pointy hats, black cats, and broomsticks. Evil old hags are young women dressed all in black. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. While fairy tale witches might gather under the cover of darkness, modern witches are meeting on Instagram. They use the hashtag Witches of Instagram, which currently has almost 2 million posts. The hashtag is really just something to kind of identify like, hey, we are the Witches of Instagram and we are here. It's just a community of all witches, um, varying degrees of or levels and ages, ethnicities. It's really cool to see everybody's uh, various practices and their lifestyle and things like that. I've kind of connected with it because especially as a solitary witch, I'm not able to have that community here physically with me. And so using that hashtag, I'm able to connect and find other people that are like-minded or get ideas from people or inspiration from them. Witches use Instagram to post pictures of their craft as well as connect and support each other. Those who have just come out of the broom closet can find advice and help from more established witches. There's people from, you know, all different time zones. So no matter what time of day or night it is, there's someone to connect to. They really support you and they have your back and they reach out to you and, you know, they want to know that you're doing okay and they want to see what's going on with you. I never thought I'd be uh, a teacher because I always think I'm an eternal student. But actually, I've been helping a lot of witches and I never said I would share like any spells in my life because I was like, that's a private thing. But recently I've been like, you know, some people need guidance. I really feel like through the online community, witchcraft is coming out of the shadows. And that's my personal mission in life is to bring witchcraft out of the shadows and into the mainstream. The Witches of Instagram community is empowering for many witches who feel like they don't fit in anywhere else. It was kind of liberating for me because like even when I was in the Christian community, I never found my people. Like uh, somehow I was always like pushed to the edge and never kind of seen. But here uh, on Instagram and other platforms, you can feel like you're being seen by someone. So many people think that there aren't witches and we're everywhere. We are everywhere. So of course it makes sense if, you know, there, there are so many people who identify as witches or people who want to explore witchcraft, especially in an online space like Instagram, where you can be faceless if you want to be, of course people are going to be online and they're going to be posting because they want to find that community and they want to find people who feel the same way they do, who have the same ideas that they do, who see the same things that they do, who, who feel the same way that they do. They want that connection. All right. Oh. So, um, uh, let's touch on that for two seconds. We kind of touched on it right before we played it, right? They want yep. power. They want recognition. They have family structures that are broken. Some of them probably don't have fathers. Some of them probably have both parents, but both parents are lost. And they probably let them do anything or they look whatever they're looking for. They're finding it. And what was an important thing that was was there the church didn't supply a need not mm -hmm. that they, they need to supply the occult need that's not what i'm saying i am saying people should have engaged with them mm -hmm. the ones that felt pushed away they should have engaged with them this is where the church is failing at least you know 
I hope I would hope that the true church of Jesus Christ is not failing in this, in this degree. But here is some of the evidence, you know. So yep. um, anything you want to say about that before yeah. I go on? Uh, and half of the church is, you know, a false church, too. This is what you get. Right. Um, hold on a second. I'm trying to skew something up here. Yeah. It, it is what you get because a lot of churches are involved in witchcraft. There's a lot of witches in churches. I mean, I don't care if they're black or white. They're in there. Okay. And um, there's, there's a question I always ask myself, but I know the answer now. Why aren't there more black people, um, Christians, that are giving out the message that we're giving out? They're not, it's not, there's not, not, not zero but I find far in between hardly any, okay? Mm -hmm. And when I go to, to conferences, it's a lot of gray hairs and a lot of white people. <laughs> Why? I've seen some younger, but it's far in between. Far in between. Because a lot of the churches in these communities are compromised. They're not... Mm -hmm in the the commission a lot of fornication going on in these churches and and i'm not going to name one denomination it's multi-denominational okay and another thing they're failing at is preaching bible prophecy and that's another show but they're failing at preaching that bible prophecy so why would they come to a bible prophecy conference mm -hmm. they don't think it's important right and they get false teaching on the rapture plus um, they, they're, they're, they're getting told that the book of Revelation is scary and it'll drive you crazy and all sorts of stuff they're getting told. Um, the, the, the preachers can't answer some of their questions about the end times, especially in times like these, right? Um, so many different, they're infiltrated by, by, by masons and atheists and witches and all sorts of stuff. Another show again, but those are some of the answers. And it's sad. Because mm. a lot of, uh, doesn't matter if they're black or white, but, you know, um, a lot of churches are, are talking about we're bringing, we're going to bring in the kingdom, you know, new apostolic reformation, all this stuff, seven mountain mandate and all these other things. We're yeah, going to be the ones taking over corporate systems and then we're going to bring in the kingdom. Oh, does it look like that? Mm. It doesn't look like it, does it? I read. All right. So the next one I'm going to play is when Carl Tykrib was on our show and he was talking about this pagan, um, up, not uprising, but like a pagan invasion type of thing. And he goes to the, you know, the conferences, the, the Burning Man and the Paganicons and all these weird things and the UN meetings and he get, gathers all the evidence and da, 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 da. So let's get into that so we can move forward pretty quickly. Let's go. And this is from our show, I believe it was broadcast two years ago in vegas you talked about oneness yes this is the same theme that's going through this conference too completely completely chris this was oneness in fact it was said over and over again that we are a religion of nature we are a religion of worshiping creation of worshiping the, the natural environment uh, and that we do it through the arch archetypes of gods and goddesses and myth and mythology. Uh, we do it through the recognition that, that we have allegiances and alliances to the old gods and goddesses. And so some of, the, some of the workshops I went to, they were very open about how 
certain gods or certain goddesses, Athena would be one example, would come to them and physically manifest, physically make demands and make suggestions to them as Wiccans and, and witches that they should do this or they should do that or that they should begin to think about building temples, this type of thing. You know, if there was ever time that I had, you, you could say, kind of say that the hair on the back of your neck stand up, mm-hmm. it, was, it was when the, the Wiccans on a couple of different workshops were very open about how spirits, uh, and they had the names for their spirits and how those spirits would very specifically come and speak with them, move them, motivate them, and that they would realize that they were actually being called uh, to be of service to different gods and goddesses, most most of them from the ancient world, uh, uh, coming to them and saying, I want you to worship me. I want you to adore me. I want you to do rituals to me. And you're sitting there going, man, um, I'm, I'm being a witness to those powers and principalities uh, playing in the lives of people who are giving themselves over to them. Uh, you know what's amazing that you bring up the name Athena? People, when they read mythology, they think that all of these statue gods and you know birds and whatever, that they're all just make-believe. But here you give a testament of how real a lot of these either fallen angel or demonic entities are. Right. You know, here's something else interesting, gentlemen. It doesn't matter where you go in North America. I'm in Canada and you're in the U.S. It doesn't seem to matter where you go. You go to major cities and you have you always find statues of different gods and goddesses on the tops of some of our largest and most important buildings. And it all harkens back to this age of, of Greek mythology, Roman mythology. Uh, you, can go, uh, you can go to Nashville, Tennessee and see it. You can go to Birmingham, yeah. Alabama yeah. and see it. You can go uh, to Chicago. It doesn't matter. I, I can go to my city, my capital city of Winnipeg, two, two uh, hours down the road. And on the top of our capital building is, is, is Mercury, done up as the Golden Boy. Or, you, you, you know, the Statue of Liberty, Libertas. We we have it all around us, and if you spend time in in Washington D.C., it is so in your face. It's all over the place. So to me, you know, Chris, you made a point. We we've always looked at this as mythology and something in the past, and yet it's been all around us, screaming at us. We're on your high places. We are. We are. We have statues in you know on the high places of your culture and your politics, and 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 in terms of of what drives your your people and your society. And I think it's a stark reminder of that, that spiritual world that we, that we find ourselves Amen. in. Amen. And mm. so there you have it, right? The, the, the demons are coming and saying, worship me. I'll yep. take care of you. And they're open, especially these days. Not, not that they weren't open before, because we have a deep history um, not only in America or Americu, uh, the old name for uh, this place, all around the world. And it went away sort of, sort of, kind of, with industrialism and um, colonial, colonialism, right? But in mm-hmm. the places that are undeveloped, it never went away. You just didn't have a lot of bu- uh, butchery, okay? Right. Now, so people in today's society here in America think that it's all just hooey because oh that's just crazy nonsense they believe before not realizing that it's 
fully in power in the rest of the uh, non-industrial world. Right. And here's the thing. Why? Mm. Why do we believe that? Entertainment. Entertainment has dumbed it down, made it cool. You know? Um, Where it'll be easy to accept when they come back. Now they know their time is short and they're ramping everything up. Uh, and it's in the system for a while, so people are they're numb to it because they just see it over and over and over and over. Yeah, and 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 the the uh, the entertainment system has sourced this material. You know, mm. you know, another time that I started to wake up to this stuff is I said, you know what? I like the origin of things. I like to figure out where what's the origins. Where did this come from? Where did that come from? You know, um, etymology. What's the what does this word mean? So I, I just said, I was a fairy because I was into Shrek. My daughter would love Shrek. I said, mm. what's, what's an ogre? What is it really? And mm. every time I looked, a fairy, an ogre, an orc, whatever, demons. Yep. And not yeah, from a Christian source either. They're the tiny ones, but they're the tiny ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, it, and what I wasn't I wasn't sourcing from Christian sources. I wasn't going to Christian books. I went to pagan stuff, and it said mm. demons. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Okay, it's time to get equipped, <laughs> you know. And that's what this is all about. So let's let's keep moving. All right. So, um, this right here is basically uh, the i i idolatry. Um, the definition of idolatry. Okay. Origin and etymology of worship, Middle East worship, worthiness, respect, reverence paid to a divine being from Old English, uh, worth sky sheep, whatever that is, word sheep, uh, worthiness, respect from word, uh, worth, worthy, worth, right? Synonyms, adulation, deification, hero worship idolatry idolization um worshiping okay now why do i bring that up because when you go even into the superhero stuff there are a lot of people that dress as their heroes in the comic con and uh, you know all this stuff and the here it is they did it back in the day too in greece and they they would do the same thing they would dress up as their gods this this definition you can't argue with it this is this is how it's defined you give adulation, you know, you pay, uh, you pay respect to the, to the divine or whatever, and you become a fanatic, not a fan, fanatic, because fan mm -hmm. is short for fanatic. So you've given everything over to this, your, your time and your money. And I'm going to, we're going to get to that in a second. So let, let's, let's keep moving forward so we can get to the adulation and all these things. All right. So this is the god of freemasonry his name is ja Bialon. he's a three-headed thing and he's a false trinity uh a cat a man's head with a crown and a frog yeah kind and, of an odd combination but right and uh, the funny thing is relating to revelation in revelation it says that there are going to be three foul spirits coming out that are mm. resembling frogs of out of the Antichrist and the beast. And so that's just a little correlation there for you. Uh, here it is again. We have the bull's head this time. 
or is that it's a bull's head, right? Bale mm-hmm. and the ugly man again, and the ram's head, and you have dragon wings, and you have this the the dragon. It's uh, Satan, Lucifer. Hello, this is a symbology. The snake cults are all over the world. You can't mistake it, right? So what the where we're getting at right now is we're going into Baal. These are the symbology for Baal. So you can call him Jabulon all you want to, but it goes back to Lucifer, Baal, Satan, and Akash. And on the, on the right there, you see another representation of Baal. Uh, in Samaria, in all these um, Mesopotamia, and all these places, you have different names from Enki, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So Baal, 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 okay? Um, as, as you see... There too. Can I say again, please? That long head... The elongated head there, too. Right, right. And um, these are the most popular um, pictures of Baal. If you see there, he's also horn god in the middle. That goes into Norse, Norse mythology and others, right? And so here we have the false trinity again. We have the moon god, the sun god, and the guy in the middle. Can't remember what he represents, but it's the false trinity, okay? Mm-hmm. And here... We have Thor. Remember, we touched on Thor already. Now, Thor, there's three, three different representations. One's more modern than the others. And Thor is not the nice guy that um, Marvel presents to you. Okay? If you go into Norse mythology, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, a very angry person. <laughs> but he is male. Huh? He carries that hammer for a reason. Right. And the hammer, the hammer is a character in itself. It is possessed by a magical, a magical force. It's alive. Don't mistake that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the guy that plays Thor, Chris Hemsworth. I have nothing bad to say about him, but because of his um, handsome demeanor, we kind of give him a pass, you know, because, you know, they got to get a handsome guy to play the hero. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the Thor in Marvel. The God of Thunder, but we call him the Prince, the Power of the Air, the Lord of the Flies. The peep, the, this is one of one of the main gods that the Israelites bowed down to, even in Egypt. Baal was popular in Egypt, and when Moses turned his staff towards the the, the coming Pharaoh army, it, there was the declaration against Baal there too. Okay. Um, so this is Thor again. This is from um, Avengers Infinity War. And they make it exciting, okay? So when Thor appears on the scene, you're like, oh, this is so great, you know? But yeah, all- lightning dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Fine. He is Lucifer. Now, there are many representations of Lucifer within the Marvel Universe. So I'm not saying he's the only one, okay? Um, so I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody, but, you know, the truth is the truth, and you cannot... Back away from the truth. This is the this is more I love t- huh? I love offending people. <laughs> this is um, the more Celtic, you know, representation. They got the little braided beard and whatever, and uh, the hair and whatever. If you go into, into Celtic, um, you know, religions, and you'll find the same thing. You'll find it in um, the Hobbit. The Hobbits are not humans. Okay, <laughs> um, you'll find it like, like the Lord of the Rings um, and uh, 
also in the Bible when Paul is talking about how they do their hair and this is the kind of stuff. But it's 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 more akin to the Hobbit than this. They were they were mm-hmm. fixing their hair in weird ways, and Paul was he's saying you know basically don't mimic that. But anyway, let's move on. Are you still saying this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here it is. Norse gods are back. Pagan religion is once again officially recognized in Iceland. This really? is from 2018, right? Here's another one. Iceland to build first temple of Norse gods in Viking age, right? And uh, I think this is also 2018. I don't see the date, but I believe that's the date, right? Then Iceland, again, is officially worshiping Norse gods. That's 2015. That is an ominous-looking smoke plume. Yeah, because they have things in their um, their religion that talks about, you know, gods in the volcano and all this other stuff, you know. Blah, 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 blah. So let's move forward from Thor to Inanna. As you see there, she's half a bird and, you know, she has her female breast always touching or showing them or whatever she's a fertility goddess and you see the the moon on top of her head mm-hmm. all right that's akin to her of course and diana the hunter goddess which is also katniss everdeen in the hunger games katniss everdeen is a representation of diana right mm-hmm. uh remember artemis of the the ephesians yes that's her. That's what they worshipped. Same uh, one. The one with 8,000 eggs. We know they're not eggs, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Or whatever they are, they look like female breasts. If they're eggs, they're eggs. Whatever, right? So You're that's worship, right? And like I said, she's always either showing her breasts or touching them. Look at the right there. What's she doing? Squeezing them. She's tantalized. She got the big um, childbearing hips, <laughs> you know? Uh right. And so we have all like that implants in- to me. Huh? They look like implants to me. <laughs> and so we go from ice. Okay, so Isis, Inanna, um, Astarte, um, uh, Artemis, uh, all these names that we could we could rail off, they're pretty much the same entity, just different cultures. Okay. Um, Samaramus, um, and more. And here we have Colombia. It's the same person. Just, you know, described in another way, presented in another way. And and to us, she's more American. You know, she was also in the TV show called American Gods. Right? Right. And here we have it on our motion picture entertainment. You know, it's always popping up. Boop, boop, boop. She's the, the, she is the what? What is she bearing to us? Um, she's a light bearer. The light. She no, is another light is green nearby here. <laughs> say, say again. I know uh, another light bearer who turned green not too far from here. Yeah, and you know, there's no, there's no coincidence why she's holding a torch. She's leading exactly. in the light. Okay, and here we go again. Uh, this is more akin to uh, the Statue of Liberty or Columbia or ISIS, 
whichever one you want to say, here we are. Okay? Here on the right, she's bearing that torch again. Okay? Um, and so we go from that to the Queen of Heaven. The Queen of Heaven is the same person. Another culture, another religion, and this is found in Catholicism. And the Queen of Heaven, or also, oh, what's that one? Oh, my goodness. The one that God was railing on them about. Uh, Ast Astaroth. Astaroth. Well, Astaroth. The Astaroth Yeah, and Astaroth also shows up in some video games like um, Final Fantasy, okay? And you conjure Astaroth in also um, Tekken or one of them, or uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur, okay? So mm -hmm. for those of you that know video games, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So this is the Queen of Heaven. A.K.A. Mary, but it's not the Mary of the Bible. This is the Queen of Heaven. She has a star around her head for a reason. Same, what did you find, you know, crowns around uh, this person, okay? It's just another representation of the crowns, okay? And um, she's held in uh, as a high, de like the, okay, in the Kabbalah, they have uh, a representation of God as a male watering a plant, and then he has a female side. This would be that female side from the Kabbalah queen of heaven okay and for those that don't know don't worship her no hail marys none of that stuff not, not, not even not even a football game right exactly yeah jesus christ uh, is the only no, no, a side note on uh mary when when the uh catholics say the immaculate conception they're not talking about jesus they're talking and when they say the Immaculate Conception, what they mean is Mary was born without sin, which is why Jesus can be born without sin. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, and if you if you're a Catholic and you're like, oh, this is real on Catholic. Go read your Bible. Mm -hmm. Go read your Bible. Jesus was sinless, not Mary. Yeah. So. Um, uh, here we, you got to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. And that's just straightforward Bible, okay? So now here, we have another representation of the Queen of Heaven, but she's black. Oh, it looks like they just spray-painted her. Yeah, so this does not mean that Mary was black. This does not mean that Jesus was black. This is the Queen of Heaven and her son, Tammuz. Mm -hmm. Tammuz is why they were sacrificing to Tammuz in the Bible. He was killed uh, by a pig a boar a wild boar and th this is why on easter we we roast the pig and we hand out the buns on easter because it's connected to tammuz um i think Tam tammuz if i'm not mistaken i think tammuz is also connected to um cupid if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i think it's connected to cupid but anyway this is the son of the mother the goddess queen of heaven tammuz or aka samaramis um that was married to her son mm. so now we've seen all those symbolisms let's go to entertainment bomb who do we see oh there she is exactly the same moon is found in islam and it's also found in the catholic church on the eucharist the eucharist mm -hmm. you, you literally break the flesh of jesus and drink his literal blood you, but you put the, the the cracker in the in the in the crescent moon, and then that's supposed to be mass, and you do your, your little witchcraft service, right? 
that's not biblical. You will not find that in the Bible. But anyway, this was from the movie Suicide Squad, and she was the main villain. They they made her seem like a a hero at first. They 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 dug her up, and she came to life. And um, she was helping the government to hunt down um, secrets. And uh, I think she also, if I'm not mistaken, helped to find some heroes. Anyway, she became the the uh, the villain of the movie. And this is no, this, they're not hiding this. This is from the comic mm. books, by the way. This is in the comic books. And so, anyway, I don't want to go into the whole movie. This was in the movie Suicide Squad. Now, this is Wonder Woman. There is a correlation here that we studied, but we haven't, you, you probably don't see it right away. There's a star on her forehead. Mm-hmm. That's the star of Isis or the star of Inanna. Okay. It's on her shield and on her chest is the um, phoenix, not an eagle. It's a phoenix. Represent rebirth. Okay. And yep. her name in the comic books is Princess Diana. She's, <laughs> also, she's also known as Artemis in the, uh, in, the, in the comic books at certain points. And um, they, they give tribute to her, to her father, Zeus. Um, and it, it not, it's not like that in all the comics, but in certain comics, she, Zeus created her out of clay. Okay. And so that is Isis and all these names we, we just rambled off. And she's also uh, connected to Margaret Sanger because the creative Wonder Woman was into Margaret Sanger and feminism and all this stuff. So anyway, um, that's Captain Marvel. Do we see any correlations here? Yeah, very similar. She's got that star. That's the star of Inanna. Mm-hmm. She's the queen of heaven. In in uh, Marvel's uh, Avengers Endgame, she came out of Evan, heaven to destroy the uh, Thanos' warship. It's, it's symbology, okay? And so she's, she's supposed to be one of the most powerful heroes in Marvel. And no one really likes this, this character, but they, they try to put her up there. So anyway, now we put them side by side and we see a star, Okay. One belongs to Marvel, one belongs to DC. All right? And Same this is where we get to the, the um, worship. Matt, Wisconsin man sees Captain Marvel 116 times. That's a lot of money. Mm. A lot of money spent, man. Well, uh, how and, many and, times did he sneak in and how many times did he pay for it? Right. And, and the movie <laughs> were, uh, gained a billion dollars grossed a billion dollars worldwide and here's another person they saw it 114 times and they're proud and they're in the newspaper and you know hey uh your 15 minutes of fame is up buddy now (laughs) now people might think that we've finished but we haven't this is also what's she called the blood queen and she has the crown and she is the female representation. She's okay. Some in a, it's an amalgamation of Nimrod and um, Samaramis. Okay, because in the film, this is from Hellboy, the newer one. Um, she was 
taken apart, like, just like Nimrod, in the in the um the story, and they took his 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 piece her pieces, and put them all over the the planet, and they couldn't find one. In in the story of Nimrod, they couldn't find his male part, right? Mm. In this one, they couldn't find her head, right? So the symbology is there, but people that don't know mythology will never pick up on it. So she's now the blood queen, and she wants to be married to this guy, who is Hellboy. So she wants to be the queen of the Antichrist. Hellboy is the representation of the Antichrist. He was, um, his father was a demon that came and had sex with a a, a woman, a, a, a human, and this is the offspring. Right, and he, did his horns grow back? What happened? Yes, um, his heart, his horns always grow back. He's, he he continually shaves them down in the comics and in the some of the Hellboy iterations. And so this movie is about Hellboy becoming a king, and uh, all sorts of demonic monsters come upon the planet. Uh, it's, it's like the Book of Revelation is coming to life, and all these weird things, but. Um, he his he's put up there as the good guy though. He's he doesn't want to um take his destiny in hand and and run with everything because oh it's you know, he, oh he's he's just he's just empathetic towards humanity. The Antichrist. Oh yeah, all right. That's not biblical. It's so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And again, as I said earlier, uh, this is Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. She is there goes that phoenix again. She has the hunter bow. She is the hunter goddess. That's why she's the girl on fire. For people that have seen the Hunger Game. Okay? And so as we, end, as we close this out, I'll just show you a little couple more things about these gods. This is uh, God of War. And um, this is a very popular game. I've never, I never played it. Um, but it's well done and made a lot of money. And that's the, the god of war right there with the axe, and that's his son. And that's one of the, I guess, evil gods, you know, whatever, giant. And so next we have Diablo, which we all know Diablo means devil, and it's Reaper of Souls on this one. But in the new, the newest iteration of Diablo, uh, the player goes to heaven and executes God. Oh. Yeah. As if that could happen. Right. And so it's just demonic deception after demonic deception after demonic deception. And a new one that came out uh, a couple months ago or a month ago, whatever it was, is Doom Eternal. Eternal, right? And I believe in there they have all sorts of angels or whatever, and you go into heaven and fight and hell and fight and all this stuff, and you hordes of demons. But it's, it's a real satanic theme. I used to play the original Doom, Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 3. And a friend of mine that actually... Um, played doom he said that he had a dream um no he didn't have a dream so let me cut this off for a second he didn't have a dream but he did hold on let me get it all right <laughs> he was playing the game and his mother said to him mind the very appearance of evil you know a bible quote mm-hmm. or abstain from the very uh, appearance of evil and he was like but it's just a game I'm, you know i'm playing a game and he, she just, you know, left him alone. Well, that night he had a dream and he was in the game. And a goat 
manifested in the dream and it hit him on his rib in the dream. Okay. He woke up and his side was hurting. Mm. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and a bruise. And his bed. I mean, what do you do? Fall out and get back up? I mean, you know? So anyway, that's that. And so uh, a couple more things and then we can, you know, just rant a little bit and then and close it out. So um, am I still sharing? Can you see that? I can see it. All right. So this is um this is the same doom and it says here fighting fight heaven and hell in the new doom eternal story trailer. And if you haven't seen the game, hey, you can go look at the trailer, you can go look at the gameplay, it's very gory. Satanic symbols all over the place. Yeah, it's a demon horde. I get it. This is not a fight of flesh and blood. It's a spiritual war. And humanity puts it off as a fight of flesh and blood. This is Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. And these are nothing but small, small demons, okay? I'm not Little gonna, cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into the whole explanation. I'm going to let a, 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 a audio clip go into the whole explanation. I'm just showing you that these critters, even though they look cute, they're nothing but demons. Um, this is a show that we did, the Pokemon Deception. You can go check that out. But um, in a second, if it's here, let me see. You know what? I don't have. Do I have the clip here? Let's see. Pokemon Deception. Yes, this is the clip. I'm sorry. It's a soundbite. Ready? Yep. Here. Many years ago, I'm going to read this to you. This is from uh, Mike Dawson, who uh, is a missionary in the jungles of South America. And uh, there's a guy down there who just died. His name is uh, Shoefoot, that's what we call him. And he worshiped Satan at one point. I'm gonna read, these are words from Mike, not uh, from me. As missionaries working with the Yanomamo, I'm constantly reminded that when it comes to spiritual matters, I'm not the expert. Shoefoot was an ex-witch doctor. He accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ many years ago when my parents first started working with the tribe back in the early 50s. Although still a young man, when they arrived at the village, he was a witch doctor of considerable fame. He had already attained the highest level of, I can't pronounce that word, it's some kind of evil. Or the the English translation is child eater. So he achieved the status of child eater. Because he could attack other, other villages in the spirit world, stealing the souls of the child there and causing the child to die. These souls were given to the many cannibal spirits who were his accomplices in murder. The soul would then be eaten by these demon cannibal spirits. Although having attained the highest he could go by his own admission, he was being overwhelmed by the bondage he was under even before he heard about the saving power of the gospel. So once he clearly understood that Christ was the only way to be freed from the bondage, he accepted Christ's claim on his life, and his life has never been the same. One of the times I was reminded of how much more the expert he is in spiritual matters happened one day a couple years ago. We had been in the jungle many long weeks with no mail from home and a plane landed bringing us a package. I was excited as I took it home. Look on a package from Wakanda Free Church. I gave her the package. She opened it up. She was as excited as I was. Enclosed was a book. Now that in itself was a big enough disappointment because I wanted some real mail, like maybe a box of chocolates or something. 
But when I saw the cover, I was even more disappointed. It was a book on Pokemon cartoon characters. I'm an old school cartoon, Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, and their friends, and really don't get into any of the new ones, especially the ones that look as ugly as these did. Then we noticed there was also a letter enclosed with the book, and we read it together. Dear Mike, it said, it seems our church is having a discussion about Pokemon. With the church divided about this toy, so they were sending this book of all Pokemon characters to me, asking me to have Shoefoot look at it and see what he thought about the characters. Well, that was more interesting than just having a book of ugly cartoons uh, for the boys. But to be honest, this was pretty low priority for me. As a matter of fact, Kayla had been asking me for weeks to watch a videotape of these same cartoons that our son Stephen really liked. She claimed his attitude really changed after watching these cartoons. I told her I would really plan on watching it with him, but we're extremely busy in the jungle. And I had no, I hadn't had a chance yet. But to be honest, I did not place much importance on the book. But one day when I was talking with Shoefoot, Kayla remembered the book and ran upstairs and got it. She handed the book to me, opening the book at random, showing him pictures. I asked, what do you think of this? He looked at it and said, oh, I know this one. He suddenly had my attention. He went on, on this, oh, this is a nasty little jecula demon. It is always underfoot, bites, scratches, screeches, and whatnot. I looked at the page, and on the list of attributes, it said bites, scratches, and screeches, and claws. And I forgot what else, but it was if Shoefoot was reading the page, and he doesn't read or speak one word of English. I figured that first one could have been a lucky guess, so I flipped the page another picture and asked him about that one, and again, he told me exactly what its attributes were. He did this over and over, so he made a believer out of me. At that time, Kayla ran upstairs, called Stephen. He came down reluctantly, not wanting to hear anything and determined not to allow anyone to do anything to his cartoon tape. He frowned slowly, disappeared, as he listened to Shoefoot describe the attributes of each cartoon that he knew. By the time he was finished, Stephen went upstairs, brought his tape down, and he and Kayla destroyed it. So he made a believer out of Stephen as well. There were some he did not recognize, and he said, there are so many demons, it's impossible for any one person to know them all. Then he added, tell the people from your churches, you, tell the people from your churches, if there are things that make them feel uncomfortable, it's probably not good. God's Spirit will speak to them about what's right and wrong. Your people need to learn to listen. Talking to uh, Shoefoot even when he was here, those are the demons. Those little Pokemans are the demons that they give to children, the demons that work with children. Don't get comfortable with these things. All right. Um, so before I go into some scripture, let's talk. What are your, what are your, what's in your head? What's in your head? Well, it's just, it just goes to show that Satan goes to uh, any length he can to, to even try to get to the kids, uh, get them from when they're young and, and bring them, you know, get them used to and get them numb to uh, the, the demon world and just say, oh, it's cute. It's this and that. Um, I remember years ago, uh, I was handling the, um, the children's church at a church I was at and one of the girls brought in the Harry Potter book and um, you know at, at that point I was like I gotta save this girl and her mother didn't really understand and I just I took the book and ripped it in half and uh, that that didn't go over too well yeah. <laughs> she was screaming and crying and throwing a fit and I yeah. told her mother I said you're leading her down the path of hell into witchcraft I said you got to look that up. I'm sorry for ripping up the the book, but I'll I'll give you the money 
<laughs> I just wanted to save her life. Um, so, yeah, and it just, it, it's everywhere in entertainment because he knows his time is short. He knows he can't just come out and say, hey, yeah, by the way, I'm the devil and, uh, you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't really do anything, but why don't you worship me anyway? Uh, so he's got to come out with all his deception. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the Pokemon Go is a, um, it's a virtual game, um, augmented reality. Yep. And that's another show in itself, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, and the way that our minds are going to perceive the future. Um, but it's already happened. I mean, people that I never thought would play Pokemon Go are playing. I mean, older folks in their 50s, close to 60s. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> you know? And I'm looking for a Pokemon. I'm like, no. Like, but you Why? know. It, 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 <laughs> I'm looking for a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, here's the problem before I get into scripture. People don't share this stuff, man. Mm. They share they share other stuff that you know, take you to look under the, 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 on the Jay-Z arm. Oh, look, there's a triangle there. Oh, there's a triangle in the nose hole. That's dumb. Mm. Share this, not because of me, because mm-hmm. of the message, because it's going to set somebody free. Um, one of our shows that we used to do is called Pull Them Out the Fire. I think I'm going to bring that back because this is what we, we're trying to do. Pull them out the fire. Don't let them burn. The kids are inundated with this and you allow it. If I ever start going into the electronic systems of these phones and tablets and what you're using to, you're, you don't even realize you're destroying your child's mind. And then you don't realize the things that young people have done to access pornography. Through mm. these okay. That's another issue, another show. But share this program, equip your church, Equip your pastor, equip the young people that have questions. Every time I've stood in front of a crowd, and I'm, I don't like standing in front of crowds, by the way. Yeah, I used to rap, but I don't like crowds, okay? Every time, young people, they want to know more. They want to know more. They want to know more because they've never heard this before. They think it's all natural. Mm-hmm. You know? And we're living in a world now where cell phones are natural. Tablets are natural. What's wrong with having a tablet? Come on, my my friend has it, you know? Or what's wrong with reading a comic book? You know, all these nuances. To the point where they get kind of, uh, you know, they get all bent out of shape and and get the jitters if they don't have their phone with them. Right, it's like you cut off their right arm. Now, um... I know everybody's like, so yeah, we got problems. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. What's the solution? There's only one solution, and his name is Jesus Christ. The other solution is getting into your word and learning it. And you don't have to know all this this stuff. You know, you have somebody like me that can research it for you and, and, and whatnot. But at least get some information. Read the Bible, understand it in context. Learn the stories in the Bible. Some of the names we, we mentioned here are in the Bible by name. And many people don't know that, right? And so learn the Bible, and then you can use this information, use the Bible verses, uh, the stories, and without beating people over the head, you respectfully tell them what's going on. And, and they have a choice. 
you you can make your own choices, but I got to tell you what's happening. Right. Their their choices, they accept it or they reject it. Uh, rejection of truth is one of the things that God hates. <laughs> As you can see at the top here, how to hate what God hates, part two. <laughs> right? And so we have scripture. Um, am I still streaming? No, not yet, right? Okay. So here we go. I'm starting to stream now. First uh, Thessalonians 5.22. Abstain from all appearance of evil. I mean, I think that says all, right? Uh, all, yeah. I think I know how to spell it, right? So all, right? All appearance of evil. Listen, I fall short. Everybody does. But still, abstain from all appearance of evil. Okay? Psalms 97.10. Oh, you... Oh, love the Lord, hate evil, hate it. So this is not about legalism. It's about being holy. He preserves the lives of his saints. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. So that's the context, but it's still hate evil, right? James 4, 7, submit yourself, therefore, to the Lord. Resist the devil and what? He will flee from you. Run away, run away. I'll go on the limb and say, get some of this stuff out of your house. Mm -hmm. Um, Look it up, get it out. First John 2.16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, it is not from of the Father, but is of the world. It doesn't mean you can't go to Walmart. It doesn't mean you can't go to Best Buy or right. anything ridiculous or the game stop okay we just don't um actively participate in evil that's what it's really saying okay this is the world system it says if you love the world you, you don't have the love of the father okay psalms thirty one twenty four. be a good of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart all ye that hope in the lord so we're hoping in the lord we're going to be of courage of uh because we ain't supposed to be scared of nothing and so all this stuff, I'm telling you, could be a little scary for some of you. We, he's going to give us strength, okay? He's strengthen our hearts. Psalm 62.8, trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Think on these things. Selah, right? So um, as I said before, you must be born again. If you're listening you to this. And you are not born again. You must be born again. And, um, you know, Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Ye, yet no one can fathom what God has done before the beginning uh, to the end. Um, and, and I can say to you this, that I did not think that I would be on a platform anywhere speaking about God anytime. I couldn't fathom what he's already put in my heart. Mm -hmm. I what he's done before the beginning of the time of time. Um, uh, Jack Hibb says the greatest way to, to live is to forget about you. Cause when we think about all the things in the world, everything we want to do is lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life is me, 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 me. Don't take away my phone. Don't take away my TV. Don't take away my entertainment. Don't take away my lust. Don't take away my beer. Don't take away this, that, and the other. Blah, 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 blah. It's not about you. It's about That's Jesus right. Christ. 
Um, Jer- Jeremiah 7, 9, 17.9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I don't know my heart. And don't you dare pretend that you know yours. Only God knows what you're capable of. We're, we're capable of heinous things. And um, as Christians, we fall because of this wicked heart that we have. Even though we have a heart change, our flesh is like the, the, the thing we war against in the spirit, okay? And so we have to let the spirit raise above, above the flesh, and we honor God in our daily lives, and that includes what we watch, what we play. Um, listen, I'll go online and I'll play some Call of Duty. I don't really see a lot wrong with it, except for some of the de- demonic stuff that are pretty demonic in, in, in some of the side quest stuff, you know? But, mm. you know, you make an argument, oh, Chris, but you're killing people. <sighs> okay, if I go to a gun range, I'm, praying, I'm pretending to kill people. All right. I'm pretending to shoot somebody in the head. I'm not murdering. Murder is not... Uh, murder is the sin. You're, you're premeditated in murder. It, that's a sin. Um, so you could debate it. I might be wrong. But I don't think it's a, th- it's a thing to be legalistic about when it comes to games like Call of Duty, unless it's a, a bit gory and, you, you're, and, you, and then you start getting into it too much. Oh, let me shoot this person in the head. Like, bah! you know, stuff like that. Um, so it can be debated. I'm not saying I'm totally right. Okay. Now, let's get back to scripture. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, um, starting at first verse 14. This is the New King James Version. It says, um, now we exhort you. And Paul is giving some, you know, some really good advice here in chapter 5. And it's not chapter 5. Yes, yeah, chapter 5. Okay. <laughs> and it says here, uh, after he's given all these great things, he says, um, now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly. Comfort the, the, the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. Right? So in the context of what we're talking about tonight, we want to we advise people. We want to warn them. We, we're, we're disgusted in what we've learned. Oh, my God. <laughs> be patient. Not everybody's like you. Not everybody has the information you've just gathered or what you had before. Don't walk with your hand in front of your face. There's more. Okay, Um, see that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourself and for all, for all, right? So we're going to do that for ourselves and for all, whatever is good. A lot of things we talk about tonight is not good, okay? Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So we give thanks for everything. That means everything. Everything means everything. Right? Do not despise prophecies. Um, prophecies could mean teaching. It's not meaning that I'm telling you the future. It could mean teaching, like we're teaching right now. That is a word of prophecy. Okay? Um, tell all things. No, sorry. Test all all things hold fast to what is good are you testing the entertainment that you're engrossed in binge watching i got stuff i'm binge watching too okay we could do another show on that 
Um, so you're testing all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. So the third time this being said throughout the program, and when God says it three times, it's very significant. Okay. Amen. Abstain from everything, uh, from every form of evil. Now, uh, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Amen. And there's my speech, sir. <laughs> and there we go. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. We see you did, did an awful lot of work. Uh, looking into these things. So people just, you know, be admonished by this. Um, you know, Chris already did the work uh, to find out all the deep secrets that are hidden in these things uh, and, and show you the darkness. So you can have uh, a tool when you're trying to get your kids out of it or so maybe you don't walk into it or you can share with others. So th this is a, a valuable information. And so thank you very much, Chris, for that. I'd like to just Take us out in prayer, and then we'll wrap up our special report. Sure thing. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to let this go as far as wide as you want it to. Lord God, we live in an age of deception, neo-paganism, all these things going on politically and, and otherwise. Technology's rising, AI's taking over, but you, Lord God, are sovereign and in control of it all. We should not fear, but we need to get the word out and your gospel and reach people before the hammer drops and your wrath is poured out, my Lord. And we just ask you, Lord God, to bless the ears that have been um, you know, listening and that actually are gonna move on this information. And we ask you to save those who are not saved, Lord God, because the time is short. No matter, we don't know anything about how much time we have. We can go back to another time of prosperity or we could not. But you know the time. You know. You've seen you've, you, you've seen all of this. You've already, in, in, so to speak, lived all of this. You're already there where we're going. And we're just on the journey that you, you know every single portion. You know every single decision we're going to make throughout our lives. Every, I, I could make five decisions right now. You know exactly which one I'm going to choose. And that's what we rest in, your authority, your um, sovereignty, your power, your glory. Your, the, the, we should honor you in everything that we do. And we ask you, Lord God, to help us, strengthen us. Your book just said that you're going to sanctify it and you're gonna, it's going to be pure. It's going to be what you're going to do. Is, 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 it, it won't fail. And we hope in that too, Lord God, because we're all faulty. And you said to be holy because you're holy and we have our excuses. Oh, I'm not perfect. Oh, God's working on me. He said to be holy. You said to be holy. And we're striving for that, Lord God. And we just ask you to bless our the rest of our day and wake us up tomorrow to say, oh, Lord, thank you for saving us from hell. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, and pouring out your blood for our disgusting sins. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. We agree. We agree. 
Well, that is it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. And Yahushua willing, we will see you next time on the special report. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.